Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Friday evening is off-season stuff. Keeps going, rolling right along for the Atlanta Falcons. Mandatory minis coming up on the 13th of the month. Let's head out to the wadeford.com hotline. Let's talk to a former Falcons player. Chris Draft is joining us here. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Chris Draft. He's the founder of the Chris Draft Family Foundation. You can check out all of his work at chrisdraft.org. And, Chris, as we are in the month of June, it is Cancer Survivors Month, and uh, obviously you guys are doing a lot of good work with your organization. Yeah, this is a, this is a big month. Uh, you know, June is Cancer Survivors Month, but uh, June fourth was Cancer Survivors Day, and, and so that this month is, is a reminder and an opportunity for us to make sure that my, you know, like my wife who passed from lung cancer uh, in December of, of 2011, but throughout her her journey, uh, that she knew that she was not alone. She knew that there were people that were standing there with her, and she knew that there was hope. Even though it didn't turn out like we wanted it, she knew that there was hope. And so in this month, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, lung cancer, like all the other cancers, that the people know that they matter, know that they are not alone, and know that there's hope. Chris, let's talk a little Falcons football with you here. Um, You know, you came to the Falcons at a very transitional time in the organization as Arthur Blank was taking over. Mike Vick was about to be drafted in 2001. Do you see some similarities about, you know, how this organization has completely changed and new coach moving on from Matt Ryan and things like that to when you first came to the Falcons? Well, I think definitely in terms of transition, uh, you know, you, you see that the Falcons had success in, in 1998 when I came in and, it was this natural transition from Chris Chandler to Mike Vick. And, and, and with that, just natural players kind of turning over. But the recipe is very similar. And I think with, with, when people look at this game right now and look at the Falcons team, is that we've got to run the ball. We've got to run the ball. I mean, as great as, as Matt Ryan is statistically and, and where he's had tremendous success, it really came, success came with when they ran the ball well, right? Uh, Defense has to be tenacious, getting after the ball. So I'm excited in that there's a you know more of just a transition back to what the Falcons have done when we've won. Do you look at this defense as you know? Um, look, Jesse Bates, Calais Campbell, Caden Ellis, David Onyemata. I mean, they've really transformed the personnel on this defense. Do you think that this can be a top ten defense when all is said and done? Well, I think they have they have a chance to. Uh, but but the key is making sure they're playing together. I think Calais is going to do a great job uh, in making plays that people don't even see. He's going to be making plays in the locker room of really challenging guys to understand this is, you know, what does it take to be a champion, right? This mm-hmm. is a guy that, you know, on the practice field, in the locker room, outside, you know, is going to help all of the, you know, all of the defensive guys, or really the whole team, 
understand that they have to be focused. They have to be together if we want to be a great team. Former Falcons linebacker Chris Draft joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, the Falcons decided to move on from a Rashawn Evans, and, you know, you were the kind of player that was a high-volume tackling player, a high-volume tackling linebacker, and that's kind of what Rashawn Evans is. And I'm not comparing Mm -hmm. necessarily games, but just you were that high-volume impact kind of guy. When you look at a Troy Anderson, and I know he's in his second year, but do you think that he can fill that role that – you would have been back in the day, or Rashawn Evans, you know, was for this team last year. Can he be that kind of high volume, kind of tackling machine? Well, I, w- I will say that I, I hope that he's able to be that guy. But the other side is, do I want him to be just a complete tackling machine? I would say not as much a tackling machine because we want to have more balance, mm-hmm. right? That that we want to be able to have the balance again of running the ball, being able to eat up some of the clock, so the defense can be can be strong and fresh. So regardless of who's there and who's there now, it's more about making sure that they're fresh, coming, hunting, and then making impact tackles. Not just making tackles, but making those ones that make the make the bins go, whoa! <laughs> Chris, you know, you got a chance to play with Mike Vick, and, and obviously – you know, he was a young quarterback and, and hadn't played a massive amount of football. I mean, he came out after a couple of years and hadn't thrown a lot of passes and such. But when you look at a Desmond Ritter, who's a guy that four years won a ton of football games uh, at Cincinnati, really elevated that program, played against the best competition, you know, when it came to some of the bowl games as far as Georgia, Alabama, and this, that, and, and you know, the other. How valuable is that experience that – you get in college where you can, you know, again, you stay for four years, you hone your craft. How much better can guys come in the league being when they have all of that college experience? Well, I think it, it, def- it definitely helps, you know, because you, you, the more that you see, you know, the more plays that you, that, that you have under your belt, the more you have, a, you know, kind of this database to be able to go back to. But that transition to the NFL is still a huge transition. And so – I'm excited for this year for him, and I'm excited because they've put some pieces around that are going to make it where he doesn't have to do it by himself, that as long as he stays within himself, that there should be some tremendous success on the offensive side of the ball. Was there, when you played, when when you got to go up against a young quarterback and, and you were kind of looking at a guy in, in his eyes and, you know, again, he's maybe a, a rookie or in his second year, was there something that told you whether or not this guy had it or this guy didn't have it? I mean, not so much specific players, but just were there things that you were looking for when you went up against a young quarterback? Yeah, it's really their, their, how they respond to adversity, right? So everybody's going to have a bad play. Everybody's going to have, you know, there's going to be a tip ball interception. There's going to be a, a play that you miss, you know, maybe somebody that's wide open. And I think you know a lot of times you can't see it on a on a TV copy or or even some of our uh, tape you know that we watch. But do they put their head down? Mm-hmm. You know what is their body language as it relates to that? So I, I think that's a that's the key type of thing. But also you know we're at it right now. What you're gonna what you're gonna want to do is you, you want to stop the run. You're gonna you want to make it where the game has to come through him. And and if that's the case, again that's that's what the mindset is. If that's the case, then he has to say, well, come on, bring it on. If it has to come through me, I'm going to make decisions. Hey, that's fine with me. I know my guys, and I can get the ball to them. Chris, you know, when you look at a guy like Arthur Smith, I mean, he's a guy that 
I, I feel like is a is a coach that has a great understanding of offensive football, but just you know when you when you watch him operate, I mean, there haven't been as many times that we've had an advantage on the sidelines. I feel like Arthur Smith is a guy who really gives us an advantage week in, week out with his sideline play or just you know play calling and such. How good of a coach do you think Arthur Smith is, and, and what do you see in him that makes him good? Well, I think he, he, he's got some tools right now. Or, uh, what do we say? We got some, we got some horses mm-hmm. right now to, to, to work with. And so I think the, the key uh, of his ability to, to call plays that really – maximize the skill that is back there. I mean, you've you got a, a first-round running back that is an absolute game-changer. You've got a, a guy in Tyler Algier that went over 1,000 yards. You, you're from a, a Patterson there, too. You know, like, the, there are, from London, you know, like, guys that are some playmakers. So that the key is, is how do you call those plays that make it where we get the ball spread it around and move the ball down the field and score? Right? <laughs> Was it tough to play against teams that want to run the football as much as what the Falcons do? I mean, when you have offensive linemen basically just coming north and south right at you, how difficult was it playing against offensive linemen that, you know, were just kind of running downhill at you and against, you know, run uh, very heavy run offenses? Well, I would say back in the day, they, the teams ran more. I, mm-hmm. think, I think that's a huge advantage in this, in this game the way that it's laid out now because it's so much pass first. So, you know, when you come and try to punch somebody in the mouth, I mean, you know, that's what training camp was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's what we were doing. We were running leads. We were coming downhill, but that's not, you know, it's more RPO at times and not just running right at you. So I think there's a huge advantage to that running the ball and really wearing the team down uh, because that, it's not exactly what they see week in and week out. And so you, you actually have seen that where there's teams that have advantages where, you know, when they're able to run that ball strong, it's somehow in that second half, it's like, goodness gracious, they keep they keep coming, they keep coming. And there's that real opportunity, especially with, with Bijan right now. Bam, all of a sudden you're hit it, hit it, hit it, maybe three, four, five, six to the house. Former Falcons linebacker Chris Draft joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, how much how much more complex are defenses now than even when you played? I mean, it just seems like that there are so many different things that so many personnel groups that these defenders get get themselves into. Is it kind of a, a kind of a whole new world when you look at NFL defenses now or is it still, you know, kind of the same basic philosophies? Well, I would say the defense has always been one that matches up on the offense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really different because the offenses have gone to more three wide receivers because they've gotten more exotic in what they do. It makes it where the defense have to adjust. And so now you're in nickel, you're in dime, but then also even if I'm at nickel, you're maybe bringing a guy that's more of a DB more so than a, than a linebacker. And, and then finding ways to be able to pressure out of different things. So, uh, I would, again, I would say it's, it's not that it's so much more complex, but because the offenses are giving something different, that means that you're going to see a different kind of attack when we know that, you know, you got to get after the quarterback. You got to make them uncomfortable, and, and if you can do that, a lot of good things usually happen down the field. Now, Chris, I gotta, I gotta ask. I mean, it is a different world as far as how the NFL practices and even training camp, and obviously with the expanded regular season, there's one less preseason game now. I mean, 
when you when you look at this, I mean, it. it, it I mean, I, I I talk to Randy McMichael all the time, and he just he kind of laughs about the idea of you know guys don't really hit in practices anymore. Guys don't really go through two a days in in training camp anymore. I mean, you know, you almost kind of have to chuckle, don't you? That uh, you know, guys have it but a lot I, easier I than you guys did. I didn't. I just didn't want to laugh over what you were saying, but I, I was over here laughing to myself because it is absolutely different. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's the game evolving. I mean, you know, the guys are in such great shape because of the off season. There's really a question of is it really worth it to go and bang in, in two days? I mean, to be able to get in shape, we they don't need it. They're already in shape. And then the other side was it probably looked at the metrics because that's a big thing, and and you realize that. We would get injuries at the, the beginning, like say the first day of camp, some hamstrings because they we pushed somebody a little bit hard. Or you would get, after a few days, kind of somebody's body breaking down and you'd get injuries there. And, and when you're paying guys the amount of money that they're paying them right now, they say, if, if we're going to get somebody hurt in practice, practice? Yeah, I'm getting my, my Allen Iverson practice. <laughs> no, if, if they're going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt in the game, going out there making plays and getting after it. But if they're in shape, we don't need to get them in shape, and we definitely don't need to put them in situations where they're getting bodies beat up and where there's no real benefit. Chris, last question for you. I mean, do you think the NFL – I mean, you know, look, with an expanded regular season, and, yes, they did take away a preseason game for all of it, but does the league do enough to protect its players? I mean, you know, again, money drives everything, and and you mentioned about the idea of – you know, trying to go less contact and things like that. Do you think the league has moved in a much more positive direction as far as player safety and trying to protect player health? You, you know, the, the crazy thing is that they're always making changes. They're, they're constantly making changes. It's just that, you know, not everybody knows this is up. So there, there's been a, a, a lot of changes that have made the game safer and safer and safer. Uh, and, you know, again, they, all they can do is just evolve to it at, at the end of the day. This is a volume game. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a violent game, so uh, you you can only make it so safe, right? We're you know we're going to go out and you know you're going to get hit in the head, maybe not directly, you maybe don't get speared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a la Chad Cota back in the day trying to spear wide receivers over the middle in the head. Uh, you you can't target them and just flat out just try to hit them. You can't Deacon Jones head slap them. Uh, you know. You know a lot of these, you know, when we talk about old school, a lot of the things that were done back in the day just weren't safe. And the NFL has evolved from that. I mean, I think, unfortunately, at times, uh, you know, they can be very quick with, with some of the unsportsmanlike conduct. But, but at the same time, that's the balance. Being able to, to make the game safer is being able to put more rules, and, and you've got to be able to call them and enforce them. He is the founder of the Chris Draft Family Foundation, and he can be found on his personal Twitter page, at Chris Draft. And check out his website, chrisdraft.org, and find out all the good work that he is doing. And Chris Draft, join me here on the waitfor.com hotline. Chris, as always, man, appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes uh, here in the ATL. And uh, listen, be safe, be well, and continued success in the work that you're doing. Hey, man, thank you. you I'm, I'm just wondering what these Falcons do, man. They rock. That's right, baby. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. John Chuckery, we'll be back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.